been a while since I recorded a solo episode, and especially it's been a while since I recorded a solo episode with video as a life update. So in case you're listening to this as a podcast on your phone, maybe you want to check out the YouTube link in the description because you will see me sit on a chair and talk into a microphone. But for all of that said, let's dive into today's topic and update that I want to give you the different things that I want to talk about. And basically, it is mostly just a simple life update. Uh, the different things that have been going on, the different uh, different aspects that have inspired me that are uh, changing things, how I am impacted by all kinds of different yeah, happenings around me. The first view that I want to tackle and talk about is actually that there are the first two interviews on the podcast and also on the YouTube channel. I uploaded the audio versions of those podcasts there as well. So you can listen into those. And it also is the premiere that I ever created a episode which is in completely completely in German. And it is an interview with a guy who is working at the Founder Center in Hof, Germany, which is where I'm currently living, even though the podcast that I'm recording right now is recorded in Berlin. And I will come to that in a second, why that is and why I am in Germ uh, in Berlin. And then also um, oh, why I'm there and also why I'm staying there for a little longer. So yeah, the first interviews on the podcast, which was Robert Rappel. And it was a fascinating conversation about all things, uh, old, old Germany, basically, when he was growing up, how he then went away and now is living in Canada uh, about software engineering and how it's all like project management as well as software engineering, how it's impacted by language. That was a fascinating conversation held in English. So if you want to listen into that, it is available on the podcast. And the second interview, like I said earlier, was with Nico Emran from the Founders, Founders Center Einstein 1 in Hof. And that was fascinating as well. And it just flowed into all kinds of different topics around building a company, building a company on the countryside or smaller town rather than in the big hubs like Berlin and Silicon Valley and stuff like that. So those were really, really fascinating. And I look forward to doing more of these types of interviews as well as remote interviews. I have a couple ideas lined up. However, I have to kind of like kick myself in the butt uh, sometimes to actually get going and send out those invites and, and get started basically and, and do those things. So those were kind of like the things that happened first and I started publishing those, got a little more client work done and, and those kind of things. However, the, um, yeah, the, the big shift I would say was when I got invited to come to Berlin to actually be in an interview on the podcast from Masha, which is Sonntagsgedanken, which is basically translated to Sunday Thoughts. And it also is a German podcast, um, but we talked about all things, uh, podcasting, podcasting equipment, how to start podcasting, like those kind of ideas and thoughts. And it all was set up by Fiverr, where I'm also a seller. So uh, I'm offering there my editing skills for podcasts. I do audits for YouTube channels and websites to kind of like get people a third person view as to what they might want to improve and how things are perceived. And I also offer coaching 
and consulting around podcasting as well as macOS productivity. So in case you have any of those questions, there's two ways you can contact me. Uh, one is through my website, chrisspiegel.com, which is also going to be linked in the description and the show notes. Uh, and then there's the other way, which is that I'm selling that through Fiverr. And so Fiverr became interested in me because they want to do something about podcasting. It was Fiverr Germany, so they needed someone who also speaks German, and they requested me. So uh, then I visited them in their office in Berlin here, and I went there and I got to meet Marcel and Nicole, which were awesome people. Like it was really a cool experience there. It, it's this so, rather small team there in Berlin, but I think that they're doing really cool things. And Fiverr in general, the platform is a really powerful platform for small people small sellers but also big sellers like there's people who are making multiple thousands if not ten thousand dollars a month with their offers and so it's a really important aspect of the online world and it's even more important for those who are outsourcing tasks and so they invited me i got interviewed by marcel about all things uh, business, podcasting, being a seller on the platform and stuff like that. That's going to be a blog post, which is going to be published on the Fiverr website. And then I straight up went around the corner and I met up with Masha, who like, we had an interview and a conversation about, again, podcasting, the gear, the mistakes that people make and that kind of stuff. And that's going to be published on her podcast. And those two things together really had an interesting effect on me because for the most part, I, for one, usually do everything that I do in my work remotely. So I never really meet people face to face, or at least it doesn't happen very often. And even more so, it doesn't necessarily happen in the way that uh, I have two of those meetings in one day. It's interviews. It's not just a consulting session, uh, which is for one person on, by themselves. But in this case, it was for a bigger platform. It was for, and like considering, um, Fiverr is a huge company and uh, Fiverr Germany also is a big part of their brand. And then there is Masha, which is an influencer with a huge blog, which is with a huge uh, following and especially looking, for example, like for open numbers on Instagram with over 200,000 people. So that was really humbling in terms of the experience because it's it's really something to incorporate into myself and actually realize that there are people that want more information on these things. And I have a very easy time falling into the trap of, I am like, I know things and that's something that I'm pretty, like I am confident in. However, I always compare myself to the next higher level or even to the three levels above me. And I very easily forget that there is a lot of people that are not as knowledgeable in certain areas. And I know that I am not as knowledgeable in other areas, so I need other people to consult me in certain areas. But I have information that others don't have, even though it feels like very easy information to me. Um, one of those examples is the podcasting world, for example. Like I always think like my editing skills aren't that big of a deal. And then I see someone else edit or how fast or how slow they edit. And I'm like... There are so many shortcuts. There are so many ways to do that better. And that kind of reminded me, for one, in certain areas, in, in what I've been creating, what I've been learning, what I've been studying uh, throughout these last 10 to 15 years, I have become an expert. And it kind of like solidified the base of I know things that can help people. And I 
oftentimes need to kind of like remind myself of that and also try to maybe see the feedback. It's not necessarily that it's not coming. It's actually seeing the feedback and recognizing it and taking it in as that what it is. It's really building you up. And you might want to look out for those moments and actually like soak in them and, and bring them really into your life and take them in, take that information in, maybe even journal about it or write it down, uh, write those positive moments down. Because I feel like it's so, so goddamn easy when you hear something negative about you and you immediately take that in as truth and as matter of fact. And maybe you're actually not good enough to do acts because some person said so or questioned your, your doing. And I just, uh, today I read a story in one of the Facebook groups that I'm in where someone said like they were basically filming themselves in an airport and someone came up to them from the film industry and said how, how, the, like, how everything's kind of going down, um, how they're probably doing this for their YouTube channel for like five followers and there's nothing really important in there. And, like you're not doing a proper job if you're creating for YouTube. That was basically the consensus, like the, the gist of the person like telling that other person that was filming themselves. And that is really, really negative. And to step up and kind of like brush that off and just say, well, that person has their own opinion. Uh, I'm going to still do my thing. It can be hard. And the same way for me, it can be hard to stay or stick to my guns, basically stick to what I am doing, do more of it. And rather than listening to those that are questioning my path and questioning my knowledge and questioning my opinions, I might want to kind of like just focus on those that are actually um, building me up, giving me confidence and helping me to explore more in a sense. So those are really, really important moments. And that Monday uh, with Fiverr and Masha, that was one of those days that really gave me a new sense of inspiration, a new sense of energy and, and flow. And I only hope that you can have those moments for yourself where you really feel like someone values you and someone gives you attention, someone gives you the feeling that you're needed and, and you're um, like you have something to give and they want that something from you. Uh, those kind of feelings are really important. And like I said, just ba bask in them, like really, really take them in and uh, see how you can actually incorporate that into your being and into your, into your feeling sense that, that it's a real thing and that it's true. So those happenings together with other personal life things are really big shifts in my life and, and creating a new kind of energy and focus. The interesting thing is that in many ways, I feel like I'm back in January where I really was inspired and I had a lot of energy to do live streams. I had a lot of energy to create more videos, create more online courses and really get going with that building of that platform. I, I mostly feel like now that it's almost half a year later or it is over a half a year later, I'm kind of back in that space. I'm back in the place where I want to do those things again and I want to focus my energy on that. And the interesting thing is that I was supposed to be on an airplane a couple of days ago and fly to the US and eventually decided against that 
and stayed in Germany. And instead of flying and traveling again, I decided to yeah calm down a little more, even though sometimes it can feel like it's not really calming down all too much, but it's a shifting and a um, like the, the attention to certain things is a different one than it would be would I have gone onto, the air, uh, onto that flight. And it's more of the settling back and um, finding a routine. And one of those things is, like I mentioned in the beginning, uh, that I'm still going to be staying in Hof, which is kind of unusual for me. And I even have to really overcome certain barriers for myself uh, in doing that because I identify with the digital nomad and the location independence and that I'm supposed to be traveling right now. I'm supposed to be exploring um, some kind of exotic country. And it's not that easy to really think, well, I've, I've basically been in Germany for almost 10 months now, even though I've been outside of Germany for one and a half years prior to that. And for the like in the last four years, I've been outside of Germany longer than I've been inside. And right now that's kind of shifting. And I'm not really sure if that's going to stay this way, but at least right now it feels like it's the right thing to do. And it, even though it would be very easy to kind of like just stick to that uh, idea and that um, image of the traveling entrepreneur and the traveling digital nomad uh, kind of lifestyle, I'm kind of taking back a step and I'm actually considering getting an apartment in Hof, something probably rather small, but something where I can have a office, where I can have my setup with my desk and everything. But I'm also having the ability to be alone having the space where nobody really disturbs me and I'm not disturbing anyone if I do things in weird hours of the day, for example. Uh, like something that gives me that creative freedom. And I don't think that traveling can give me the same thing because it always comes or most of the time it comes with uh, finding new apartments every couple of months, maybe even every couple of weeks, finding flights to fly and, and then the apartments. Like I, I don't have the things with me that I would like or want to have, like the big monitor, the lights for video making, that kind of stuff. Sometimes the internet connection is not good enough for the type of work that I want to be doing. All those things are basically distracting me from my current focus, which is building my business, which is kind of like in the education slash video creation, content creation realm. And and that's really something that I I had to focus on, recenter myself, and say, what is important for me? Where do I want to put my energy? And right now it feels much, much more important to build that business, build that foundation, and eventually give me the freedom uh, to maybe even travel again and travel with more attention to the travel itself. Because that's something that I've noticed over the couple of years of traveling as a nomad as well, is the way that I was traveling and the way that my financial situation was in those times was basically that I was in different countries but at the same time i was living a very um very much an entrepreneur life where i my focus was mostly on the business building and not on the exploration of that country uh, which I, I i find completely fine and it was still much much uh, it was still very interesting because it gave me the opportunity to explore something else and live the life as a quote-unquote local or an expat in those countries not as much as a tourist so those things put aside, I'm now back where I started in January. I'm 
going to probably going to explore ideas of finding an apartment in or around Hof. Um, I'm probably going to be meeting up with a couple of people that I find um, just interesting connections in Berlin, in Munich, in Nuremberg, so, like, just overall in Germany, and maybe even trying to fly to south of Spain at some point, maybe spending some time there as opportunities show up and as things present themselves. And that's exactly the same thing that I just mentioned also with this opportunity to be in Berlin and to have that exploration, to meet up with the Fiverr team, with Masha, like those kind of things. Um, on travels, other things happen that are similar in terms of the meetups and stuff like that and, and connections that uh, you wouldn't have guessed could happen. But uh, it's a different energy than the one that I'm currently exploring here. So all of that kind of like lumped together is the basis of what is going to happen in the next few weeks and months probably. And I think that that really can be an inspiring thing to, to recognize things in yourself, to recognize where you really want to go and what you're doing for other people. Uh, like the, for me, the idea of I have to travel to be interesting, I have to uh, be a digital nomad, like I, I identified with that label. And right now I'm re-identifying myself more freely with more ability to, to kind of like really feel into what I want to be doing rather than sticking to the labels that I at some point put on myself. Um, I previously, in, in recent years, I had to do the same thing with being a programmer and having studied computer science and always having done programming. Um, at the, like, the last few months, uh, I barely coded and I didn't really program any software or something like that. And, and that was really something that was big for me for a decade, basically. I was programming all the time and kind of like building software, creating services and those kind of things. And now, right, at least right now, and I'm not saying that that's going to be for the future because that would be putting another label on myself to say I'm not a programmer anymore. I still have those skills, I still have the interest and I still can get lost in the creation of code, but it's not the same kind, it's not the same level as it was before. And so I'm slowing down on that front but I'm also creating more on other fronts. I'm more, con I'm doing more consulting. I'm doing more video work. I do, I'm doing the more content creation, those kind of things. And I love it. And that's really important to focus on that. In the same way, I really enjoy being here right now. I'm really enjoying being in Germany, having that um, certain aspect of my life be much, much more simply than if I were to be in a different country. And that also comes to a note that I probably want to do in a video at some point in a separate one, which is about that fact that everybody always thinks that Asia is so much cheaper than Germany, for example, and, and uh, other countries. And just the one tidbit about that is that, yes, you can live cheaply in Asia. For example, in Chiang Mai, you can live very cheaply. And you probably are not going to be doing that in Munich, San Francisco or Berlin or in London for that matter. Uh, however, small towns like Hof, for example, you can get rent that costs you almost the same as something in Chiang Mai. The challenge in Germany probably would be finding something that is already furnished for the same price than you would in uh, Asia. However, if you have anything prior to uh, traveling or if you have family, you might be able to find certain aspects of the needs that you have 
already covered with the things that you can just furnish a small apartment on the countryside or in a small town like Hof. There, it's probably something like 300. It's a, like for an apartment. Then you put your bed, your mini kitchen, maybe a little bit of a couch. For those things that I want to be doing, I'm almost spending the same amount here with cooking myself instead of eating out that I would spend in Asia. So those kind of mathematical examples, like I said, it works if you are from San Francisco, Berlin or Munich or something. And I'm not saying that it's uninteresting to go to Chiang Mai or to Indonesia and those kind of places. But I don't think that they are the only option anymore. And I believe that having the simplicity of not worrying about certain as other aspects like visa and flights and those kind of things can be really uh, lifting a restraint. At least for me, it's lifting an obligation from uh, my mind and I'm freed up in a way that I just didn't think that I would be. So that's my small update for today. Um, I'm exploring new things. I'm creating new plans and ideas for the coming weeks and uh, just making more. Uh, overall, doing the client work, doing the consultations, doing the videos, doing the um, artwork for different things on Instagram and places like that. And overall, just sharing more. And one more thought that comes to mind in all of this, by the way, is also that I'm, I was reminded of this person a couple of years ago who called out a shameless year. And I really loved that idea uh, of a shameless year to kind of like be more open, be more uh, straight up, upfront, vulnerable, don't really care about what other people think. It's to me fascinating when I, whenever I see other people who are, uh, to me, extreme in ways, for example, in their clothing style, and they walk up and down the street in their, their very unique style, but at the same time extreme and something that I would probably not want to be doing. But the only reason or one of the main reasons I wouldn't want to be doing it is because what other people would think. And that's something that holds me back way too many times and way too often. And the same thing goes for these videos, goes for the live streaming, goes for the courses. Like always it's about the question, what do other people think? And more and more I'm trying to, and this is not perfect. This is not, I'm, I'm not at the end yet. Uh, more and more I am trying to step away from that, step away from that dependency on what other people think and simply do what I feel I need to do. For example, creating this podcast right now with a video and all of that. So I hope you have an amazing day and uh, this information piece was a good one for you that you enjoyed listening to this or watching it. If you have any thoughts, comments, anything to share, either leave them in the comments below or contact me with my website or through my website on chrisspiegel.com. And yeah, stay tuned for the next one. I look forward to hearing from you and sharing more shamelessly. Ciao, ciao.